Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. It's Victory Monday. We got Woo. Monday Night Football going on. Woo. Let's get it going. D, what you drinking? I am on that double tart from Abandoned Ooh. Building Brewery. It is a uh, double-fruited sour, blueberry, raspberry, and blackberry. And, of course, drinking out of the uh, wow. Victory Monday mug. Color. What, what does that thing taste like? Fruit punch. That's what I'm talking about. And I am drinking the Super Street Shark from Trillium. I got delivery this weekend. Shout out to Trillium for sending me a text message. Yeah. Saturday morning saying, order some beer. And I was like, yeah, I'll order some beer. I, I, I got that same exact text. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's a nice color. God. It's a double IPA, folks. Ooh, good night. That's really good. All right, let's get it started. It's Victory Monday. The Packers, another win. Another win. A dominating performance over the Texans. What do you feel, D? So this is one of those one in five teams coming into the game, the Houston Texans that you're like, they're not one in like, they're not a team that should be one in five. So I, I thought it was going to be a little bit tougher of a game, but then you, I, I was sitting watching the game and they're like 30th overall defensively. And they're 32nd against the run, even without Aaron Jones there, Jamal Williams came in and had a great game. Um, the, so I kind of expected it. Once I heard that, I was like, I think the offense will be fine. I think it was yeah. – they, they talked about it all week. Like, people on the radio, on ESPN, they're – you know, it's – he'll have no problem passing on Houston. They'll have no problem running. What I didn't expect was to hold them to 13 points. I know they scored 20, but 13 points, and they scored that garbage time touchdown, which, you know, I try to explain it to Jacob. He's like, oh, we better not let them score with – three minutes left. That's a big, I'm like, no, it's really not a big deal. Our, our goal now is to not get hurt right. with two minutes left in this game while they're trying to score this touchdown. Um, the, what happened was they got some pressure on Watson. Finally, you know, if they can start doing that, it's a, it's a good team. Watson, you know, he's so fast. He broke out, um, got a couple big gains, but if you're talking about they pressure Brady like that, maybe there's more sacks because he's not going to break out of the pocket and, get you a 20-yard run. Um, worried, even though they got one turnover, they got a fumble recovery. Of Amos still worried about the lack of turnovers. But, again, a win's a win. We'll keep doing it. Adams caught 13 for 194, two touchdowns. Last week on this podcast, I said he focused so much on him that he did it again this week. He threw uh, 23 completions. 13 of them were to Adams. You know, I worry about it in the I future. I don't want to throw it to him all the time, right? I mean. I, I get it. I mean, anyone that has that. But the good news is two tight ends caught, touched their first regular season touchdowns, Jay Sternberger and um, Malik Taylor, rookie. Um, yeah. So, it, it problem, MVS had another huge drop for a first down. And, you know, they need – they, they do need <laughs> – they need an outside receiver to go with um, Adams right now. Um, well, as much as as much as the offense is working, they need someone that can just do that. What yeah. like MVS should be getting open easily with Adams, even though he's being double teamed and being wide open on those double teams. Right. It, 
they stay. I, Lazard would be having a field day right now if if he was healthy. Is he is he coming back anytime or is he done? I don't think he's coming back this season. Um, I haven't actually looked up or heard anything at all. So um, I don't think any help is coming. So they're going to keep going with the three tight ends, four, four tight ends. I mean, they got Tanya and they got Mercedes Lewis, the two I mentioned. Yeah. And then if, um, but they lost the rookie, um, Degura. So, and they got three running backs. So it's there. They're just not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to play the catch up game. So they got to, they got to make sure they're staying with them or being out in front. And they got out in front. I mean, that was the game where, like, I felt like every every time the, the the ticker came on, it was like another score for the Packers. So, yeah, they, they came out firing. And I will say, that garbage time touchdown for, from Watson to Fuller was – I mean, it gave me the feels because I needed that in fantasy even though my team stink. But um, to your point, right, it's a garbage touchdown. It doesn't really matter because you're already going to win the game. Um, but it does help some fantasy folks. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, it was 35-13 the final score, not 35-20. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think that, that the Packers got exactly what they needed to get after that loss. Come out, put some points up on the board, get some pressure on the quarterback, and get a W. Yeah, and I think, you know, they got the same type of game next week with uh, the Vikings. So, and that's, uh, you know, a warm-up for our nemesis of the San Francisco 49ers. So, see what he can do. And, you know, that front seven is good for Minnesota, so hopefully they can uh, – Lock them up, and I know they traded Ngakwe. Yeah, which is crazy. Nice, nice. You got the you got the last name right. It is what it is. Yeah, well, we spent well, I don't know like three days <laughs> practicing. That time. But uh, enough about the Packers. How about those uh, those Bills? A good uh, good win. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Good win. All right. The first half was just a continuation of a team. That, that is better than the other team, but just trying too hard. Like Josh Allen, just just trying way too hard. They came out playing the same defense that they played against the Chiefs, letting, letting Frank Gore rip off like six-yard runs. Sam Darnold's first game back in a bunch of weeks, and in my opinion, you're blitzing him every time. Because Crowder was out. They got – they don't have a lot of, of, of help in wide receivers. They're not good. Like, the Jets aren't good. I think Perini or Perrine, whatever the rookie running back, I think he's yeah. somebody you'd pay attention to. But it basically took about the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, for the Bills to basically get all the crap out. You know, defense sucked. Josh Allen comes out, hits a couple of passes right away, and then all of a sudden is trying to force it downfield, trying to force it to Stephon Diggs. Almost throws a couple of interceptions. Looks ugly doing it. The defense kind of got it figured out. They missed a field goal in the first half. It just looked like one of those games. I actually didn't think we were going to lose. It just looked like they couldn't figure out that they were the better team, and they just needed to take what was in front of them. Did I see um, a, a touchdown was brought back or called back? There was someone so, uh, Someone tweeted that if X player's touchdown wasn't nullified or called back no one would be saying anything because it'd be a double digit win and he would have thrown for almost four caught, a, caught a pass on the sideline that he should have run into the end zone but stumbled all over his own feet um here's what i'll say it, it, the final score is 18 and 10 six field goals kicker goes six of eight should have been eight for eight the, the two we missed were just awful but that's neither here nor there yep. the second half the bills defense allowed four total yards 
four total yards. And the Jets had 12 yards on their first drive. So they went negative eight the rest of the half. The bit like when I tell you, they just literally blitzed every play, which they should have been doing from the start because the Jets aren't very good. Their offensive line, other than that freak of a left tackle they have, isn't very good. Right. Frank Gore is their main running back. They got nobody to pass it to. And then literally in the first half, the Bills were playing like a soft zone. I just kept screaming at the TV, just like, just blitz. Just blitz. Sam Darnold's not ready. And all of a sudden in the second half, they're blitzing. And they're getting deflections. They're getting sacks. They're, you know, Darnold's not a guy to, to, to really move around in the pocket. So he kept trying to step up. And every time he stepped up, they were get, getting pressure on him. And all of a sudden, those third downs that were wide open and he had time to, time to throw, all of a sudden, he's getting rushed, incomplete, you know, four and outs. And the Bills couldn't put the ball in the end zone, but they put two or three of those in the end zone, and, and this is a blowout. I mean, it's not a blowout in the end. It's 18 to 10. But at no point in the second half did I think the Jets had any chance of doing anything. Like, it was, it was, it was kind of sad to watch. I mean, they're, they're a bad team. We've talked about it enough. In the first half, the announcers were like, look at the Jets. They've got some offense. I mean, the Bills were basically playing pre-Vets in the first half. And it was pretty disgusting. And then they turned it on in the second half and blitzed and, and you know, a lot, of, a lot of corner blitzes, a lot of safety blitzes. Um, and the Jets just weren't ready for it. You know, I guess – and then I guess I'll say this. On the offensive side, Josh Allen stopped trying to force things. The Jets were playing a lot of soft zone. And all he did was just, oh, here's seven yards. Oh, here's eight yards. Oh, here's seven yards. Oh, here's eight yards. And thank God they started running the ball in the second half. Yeah. I don't understand their game plan. They come out and it's like, all right, Josh Allen's going to throw for the first 13 plays. And the only time we're going to run the ball is if he scrambles. That's literally their offense. That's and not, not going to do it. No. And then, and then what happens is the running plays that they were running were like, like, like basic, like get under center and hand the ball off. Like you've got a, a mobile quarterback run a little read option. Run, you know, run a little repa you know, run pass option. You've got this quarterback that can move. It just doesn't make any sense. Some of the play calling just makes no sense, especially against a Jets team that is so bad. Like, they could have literally dinked and dunked all the way down the field. And that's basically what they did in the second half. They just ran out of real estate and couldn't get it in the end zone. Um, and thankfully, their kicker made some field goals. But, yeah, they, they dominated that game in the second half. The Jets are really bad. Can't believe Adam Gase is still their coach. I mean, I, I feel bad for Sam Darnold. Like, there's nobody. I mean, they've got that that left tackle from Louisville that they drafted. That's like six seven, three sixty. Like, I he he made like other offensive linemen look tiny, tiny on that team. But like, there is nobody good on that team. They don't have talent like really anywhere on that team. And you're Sam Darnold. You're in your what third year? Third years the the quarterback yes. there. God, you're probably like, really, this is my life? And yeah, once the you, Bills started, started blitzing the second half, like, I, I mean, he, he had no chance. Yeah, the receiving core is pretty terrible. Um, like, who are you throwing to? You, I think it was Perriman. Perriman, who got not Micah Hyde knocked out in the second half. That was – I felt bad. It was a tough hit. Yeah. The announcer said he should have went lower. I mean – he didn't go high. He hit him in his chest. But, I mean, it was, like, the upper chest. But he knocked him out. I felt bad, but I was also mad because, like, they were like, he needs to go lower. Like, Hyde went down and went with his shoulder. Yeah. 
but Perryman got knocked out. And they got they got a couple of – I mean, again, that's the crazy thing. Like, the Bills are making them look good in the first half. Like, the first couple of drives, I was like, here we go. Are we? Is this really happening? Um, and then they kind of figured out. And I, I honestly think they talked to they talked to Allen in, the, at the, in halftime. And we're like, stop trying to throw the ball off your back foot into double coverage. There's literally a wide open receiver on every play because they're backing up and playing zone. And he came out in the in the second half and was just like, here's here's seven here to Cole Beasley. Here's seven. Here's the digs. Here's Knox for ten. Like, and they and literally it was like the 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 um, announcers were like, this is this is like high school ball. Like, there's there's no defense being played here. Yeah. So, sorry Jets. It's on to the Patriots next week. Big game because it's the Patriots, but. You know, I'm, I'll take my chances. Like, literally, same thing. You should just blitz Cam Newton every time because yeah, they're either running it or Cam Newton's throwing an interception. Who knows what they're going to look like. I mean, I, 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 this is I, – that's what I don't understand about these Bills. Like, they're a little beat up in their secondary. They got all these defensive linemen. You got good linebackers. Blitz this quarterback. Blitz him. Like, what is Cam Newton going to do if you blitz him? Last week, he threw it to the other team. Yeah. What, three times? Three times. Three times. Yeah. Yikes. Um, all right. Let's move to the NFL. And let's start with Antonio Brown signing with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Big incentive-laden deal. He can yep. make, like, what, a couple million dollars of the deal. Sexual assault charges pending? Is that still a thing? I feel like it is. I feel like it might be. Bruce Arians says he's going to let the courts figure it out. Kind of a risky quote there. Um, yeah, I mean, he sir, he's, you know, as of, what, midnight next Tuesday, he'll have served his, his suspension from the NFL because he's eligible week nine, which I thought he had to be signed to get that. I didn't realize it was just eight games of a season. Yeah, so, it's weird in the NFL. I, I don't know if this is most work, but it's, it, it, you just got to serve the games. It doesn't matter if you're not on the team. Seems weird, but um, – it's why Josh Gordon kept coming back. I don't think that guy was on the team all those all those times. That's fair. Um, you know, I don't understand. I mean, I understand it. You want skilled players. I don't understand it from Tampa Bay. Like you're doing, like they're cranking on offense. Gronk's finally coming around. Yikes! Godwin's coming around now. You have two running backs. Mike Evans, even though he's only catching touchdowns and not getting a lot of targets, he's Still a fantastic receiver. Yes. Scotty Miller has been really good. He's been the Edelman, not as much Edelman yeah. as, yeah. You know, as Brady has done. But then they still have Bray. Like, I don't understand it. Someone's going to get mad on that team and really mess with, hopefully, you know, mess with some team chemistry. You know, it doesn't sound like Arians is overly excited about it. He, the way he talks about it, he, you know. He, well, he said it was all his, his thing. He said it had nothing to do with Tom Brady. This was all him and the owner or him and the GM. Right. I, I think that that's was, bullshit, but like. That was what, like eight, 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 you know, eight weeks after calling him a diva and didn't want to bring him in. So I, I know I, I kind of call BS on that. Um, but if it works, gosh, God damn. Yeah, but I, is it worth the headache? I mean, that was my first, my first thought. Like, is Antonio Brown going to come in and all of a sudden be a model student? Right. Like, sure, if he's 80% of what Antonio can, Brown can be, he's going to help that team, right? And, you know, this is not the first time that Tom Brady's tried to get him on the team. Got him on the team last year. It didn't work out. But, like, 
I, I don't know what, what Antonio Brown's bringing to the table. And sure, it's an incentive-laden deal, so he's got to perform. But, like, clearly this guy isn't maybe right in the head, isn't, isn't all, you know, fully focused on football. And so, I mean, this was the guy that was doing social media posts, like, right after the game. Like, th- this guy, if he's right, he's right. Like, that's great. If he's back to being 100%, mentally and he can go out there and do it physically they're going to be really good and that's just another guy to have on the team another weapon um i just don't know if it's worth the headache when your team's rolling i mean they're putting up 40s like it's no big deal yeah i mean they put up 40 on the packers they put up 40 like, and, and, to, and, and let's be clear like a couple an injury you know godwin gets hurt and, and that does impact their wide receiving core howard's out for the season that does impact their 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 offense but like <clears throat> Mike I'm Evans. Sure. Is there somebody else you could pick up? I mean, this guy just seems like he's a headache waiting to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're more of a. I mean, if it's a team that's more on the fringe, would have been a, a better pickup. I, I don't know. You're like I said, you're rolling. Just kind of like Seattle. Like I was surprised they were interested with Lockett and uh, Metcalf and more right. and right. Carson. And- I mean, here's the thing. Here's the one thing I will say. I love that Tampa Bay is all in. Too many yeah. NFL teams go go for it like 89% of the way. Like the Packers, go get another wide receiver. Like, whoop, why not? Whoop, what, go get your guy another target. Because again, oh. Lazar, but, but, but Lazard, so Lazard's out, right? So, so Lazard, you, Lazard was out two, three weeks ago. Go get a re- wide receiver. There's a bunch of teams that stink this year. Oh, make a probably, trade. But they would probably trade, trade a wide receiver. Like I, in my mind, if you're, if you're this good, like Tampa Bay signed Brady, and that was like, hey, listen, we're all in. For the next couple of years, we're trying to win Super Bowls. That's it. And I get you want to build things over time. But, like, the Packers are really good. Why not go all in? Like, again, I like it, the, 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 the Ravens getting Yannick. Like, Yannick. we're all in. We're trying that, to win a Super Bowl. We're not trying to make it in the playoffs. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. That defense is absolutely terrifying now. Right. And you need terrifying it before. And you need it because your offense is, is, is not as good as it was last year. It's yeah. still trying to figure things out. So what do you do? You upgrade your defense, and now you're like, let's go to war every week. Tampa Bay is basically like, yeah, we're putting up 45. Let's bring in Antonio Brown and see what happens. It might drive half the team crazy, but it also gives them an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And isn't that what we're here for? Yep. You know? I don't know. All right. Let's go to the takeaways. What do you got first? Man, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> what is going on? Like they they aren't them boys. Um, ben Danucci. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's the name of the court. <laughs> oh, Ben. Said Daniel Bonaducci. Ben Danucci. Oh, it's not Bonaducci. Okay, so I mean, obviously Dak goes down. Terrible injury. You don't ever want to see. I mean, you don't want to see any injury, but that no. it was. I mean, I want to see that injury because I don't want to see it. Andy Dalton gets pummeled. I mean, like, he shouldn't be out of a game because of that. Like, he's sliding and he gets basically murdered. And And that guy's not not getting suspended. Not getting suspended. Not getting suspended. That seems absolutely ridiculous to me. No, I mean, Um, like, you know, I, I was like, and I don't know when the injury happened in the game. Um, but I feel like it was in the second half. Yeah. Which I mean, Ben, ben Nucci only went two for three. Andy Dalton 
was a starting quarterback on a less talented Cincinnati Bengals team and did pretty decent. Decent. Okay. Like, he should have been average to slightly above average when he went in there. Like, I get it the first game, maybe not so good. But after you get a couple weeks running with the ones, there is no reason why the Cowboys should be this bad. I mean, I picked them to go 13-3. and I'm lucky if they're going 3-13 and this year. Is Mike McCarthy not a good coach? I mean, he was a good coach. He's been a good coach in the past. They spent a lot of money to bring him in. Jason Garrett must be, like, laughing all the way to the bank right now. But, like, why is it that even – I mean, they were better with – much better with Dak. But, like, this team hasn't been very good offensively. And I know their defense is kind of – Well, they were fantastic. Well, not fantastic. They were pretty good. Okay, let me actually bring it back even more now. They were really good because a lot of those games that they're playing in was garbage time because they didn't have an offense in the first half of the, these games. I mean, yeah, well, I don't think Their defense is terrible. Their defense is really bad, too. I just don't understand how that offense is struggling, even under Dalton. Like, I can understand that it's not great. Like, it's not doing what Dak was doing, but I don't understand. I, I mean, I just think it's a situation where, I mean, even the Redskins, excuse me, the Washington football team, beat the crap out of them. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, like he, Kyle Allen looked like a like a stop. all-star quarterback. I, here's my thing. This is a team now that's probably going to win like three games this season, right? Who? The Cowboys. No. There's – well, yes, I guess you, you're they right. They lost to the Washington football game. team by 100. So you don't think they go out and trade for Jameis? No. Here's what I think. If I were them, I'd tank. I'd tank. You bring, you're going to bring Dak back. Like, you're going to pay him. You're going to yeah. bring him back. You're well, offering right now that he's got no ankle. They're bringing who, who else are you going to get? Who, who else are you going to get? Trevor Lawrence. No, you're not. Too many teams have too many assets, and you're not going to get one pick. Fitzpatrick. No. No. But you know what? If you want to, here's the thing, though. If I'm them, I'm tanking. I want a top 10 pick, and I'm training yeah. that, and I'm loading up on defense. Because that's what they need. They need defense. They, they, they need defense, right? But there's they, some, have, they have talent all over the offensive side of the ball. Their offensive line's been good for years. Zeke is still good. Cooper is good. They've got wide receivers. Dak will be back. They've got talent on the offensive side. You need a little bit of defense. You've talked about it a lot. Like, the Packers have enough defense that if they can go out there and score points, they're going to be competitive. The Dallas Cowboys don't even have it. Right. Like, they can't even – like, they're so bad at the start of games. I mean, I'm just thinking about the, the Bengals game a couple weeks ago where they come out and they score 10 points, and, you know, the announcer's talking about it's going to be a blowout. And before you know it, the Browns, you know, put up 20 – like, 22 in, in their face. Right. You know, like, they just – they can't stop anybody. So, yeah, Dallas is bad. Bad. All right. This happened last week. But it's Tua time in Miami. And I have something I need to ask you. Is Brian Flores a genius? 
for getting out of Fitzmagic before Fitzmagic turns into a cluster act. Well, from what I heard, as Flores has been listening to Beers Up Sports Talk and heard you talk about what Fitzpatrick does. Yes! And he was like, you know what? I You're think welcome. It's You're welcome, Brian Flores. <laughs> no, I mean, yes. I mean, genius, maybe not, but I'm, I'm actually still surprised by the move. Like, I, I thought they'd continue, continue saying, like, he's making it work. Let's just do it. Let's see what happens. And if we, if we bomb, then we get a good draft pick. I mean, and now they're, and now they're going with Tua and they're going to either bomb or they're going to do really good. I mean, they didn't waste any time after that game. No. They, that was like, that was like what, they, an hour after the they, game? They beat the crap out of the 49ers, right? Like yeah. literally blow out the 49ers. And in like the post-game conference, he's like, guess what, guys? Tua's our quarterback. And, you know, there was all this thing about like Fitz being like pumped that Tua got in the game. That changed as soon as he found out he wouldn't start. He was real upset all of a sudden. And I get it. I get it. But he had to know this was the plan. Please, Fitz, don't tell me that, like. No, he, he, you know, he, he, he in interviews said that he knew it was time, that it was the plan. He just didn't know it was now. Because, you know, if you're winning, you don't expect to be pulled, right? Now, if, if they were 0-4, this would have happened Four week, uh, three See, weeks. I don't ago. know about that. I actually don't know about that. I think I, 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 I wonder the fact that they had an early buy, right? The fact that he knew, let's get basically a third into the season, give two of the opportunity to, to watch the game unfold in front of him, get healthy, get physically fit, and then we're going to unleash him after the buy. Maybe that, you know, that, that doesn't seem like the worst plan in the world. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about Justin Hebert at some point because he's balling out. But, like, that guy might still be sitting on the bench right now, Doc. If that doctor doesn't puncture Tyrod Taylor's chest, like, Hebert's still sitting on the, the bench and not putting up, like, 75-point fantasy games. Always a chest muscle or a chest. It was Drew, Drew Bledsoe got knocked out, hurt his chest, and Tom Brady came in. Now you got the next Tom Brady, I guess, with Justin <laughs> Herbert. But, you know, like, that's a, like – I. I'm all in because Fitz was bound to – because if this team is going to lose, you might as well lose with a rookie quarterback and get him some experience, right? right. And, and, and if I'm them, I'm trading Fitz. To your point about the Dallas Cowboys, like, I'd, put, I'd be putting Fitz up right now. Who wants him? Now, there's not a lot of teams that want him or could use him, but Dallas is probably one of them. But, like, I'd be trying to trade him because clearly you're not putting him back in the game this season. I mean, people have made the point – is it worth trading for a Fitzpatrick or a Jameis just to go to the playoffs and then not make it to the Super Bowl? Or do you? Well, I mean, I think the point is once you get into the playoffs, it's anybody's game. Right. You know, you know, I mean, and you win, if you win, if you win the NFC East, you get a home game. Oh, did that change this year with all the reseeding? I don't know. There's seven teams though. There's an extra team this year. So, right. I thought they might have done it by uh, record this year. I think that I think I think they'll still get a home game. Good chance that someone's winning that division with like six wins. Yeah, I think I still think it's going to be the Eagles, but yeah. All right, what do you got next? Did you see 
DK Metcalf last Bruh, night. Did I see that? Bruh. Did I see him run down Buddha? <laughs> which might be one of the greatest names ever. Yes, I watched that live. I had to run it back. I was like, hey, Katie, you just need to stop and watch this real quick. Watch this Dude, freak of nature. He saw the guy intercept it, and he just said, I'm making this tackle. And the best part of it was not only did it save a touchdown on the pick six, they didn't it, saved, it saved a touchdown on the drive and on, or a field goal because Arizona went for it and fourth, did not get a – I don't really understand why they went for it. Let, let, yeah. We could talk about that for like eight hours. Like it was like a – What I don't understand how on, you know, you go first down, second down, third down, fourth down, run it all those downs, how you don't just – you know what? Hopkins in the corner once. Like, can, can we just have a break for, for DeAndre Hopkins and how ridiculous that guy is? Like, on first, second, and third down, I'd be trying to throw it to him. I mean, we talked about this, like, off camera a couple of years ago with Julio Jones. Like, just, just put it up there. Just put it up there. It up there. But back to Metcalf, I mean, this guy, it, it, there was no doubt in his mind. I love the hustle out of it. And then I think – that, you know, the next time they're on offense, he set a, a great block on a linebacker mm-hmm. that sprung. Um, he's not a real-life human being, though. Like, that's yeah, not. That he's a horse. Tied for the touchdown. He's a full-on horse. Like, yeah. him galloping down the field. Buda Baker definitely saw him in the big screen and was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Who, what is that thing coming at me, that Terminator, like, chugging? That was crazy. That was amazing. Yeah. He hit – I think I heard it today. It was like 22.8 22. per hour. Woo. I don't know what that means, but that seems really fast. That seems fast. All right. I want to shout out the Pittsburgh Steelers for being the last undefeated team in the NFL. The Titans. Yep. Seattle losing last night, which I still don't know how they lost that game. I went to bed second half. I thought they were going to probably put up about 85 points. And they, end up, and they end up losing an OT. Big Ben, kind of a big deal, right? Like, this is the same team as last year, except they've got their Hall of Fame quarterback, and now they don't lose? Yeah, I mean, he only threw he only threw for, like, 150 or 180 yards, but still had three touchdown passes. I mean, he's more consistent. He's not going to take the big sack. He's going to get rid of the ball. He's not going to – you know, he, he'll throw an interception, but he's not going to throw the – Backbreaking interception that you know the the smorgasbord of shitty quarterbacks did last year for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I just he, they're just a well coached team. We we you know we talked about the defense last year uh, last week with Devin Bush going out. Where you know, but they're still good. Tomlin is just a good, yep. fundamentally good coach, and just does it. And they they seem to just find receivers. Yeah, and. Ben Roethlisberger has made some questionable decisions in his personal life. Um, really lets himself go when he's hurt. Mm-hmm. But in terms of being a quarterback, he just wins. Like, he just keeps chugging along. Like, you'd figure at some point his body would have broken down. Like, he's a big dude, not super mobile, gets hit a lot. But, like, they were bad last year. I mean, I know they almost made the playoffs because their defense was that good. But, like, now they've got now they're six and up. Yep. And I mean, it's gonna be hard big to beat that team. Big game coming up against the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what you got next? This is not deja vu, but did you see 
Todd Gurley failing to Brian Westbrook? No, I didn't. So he was running. Atlanta's got this lead with some time on the clock, and he realized at the last second to fall. He falls, and the ball hits the line by literally an inch. Detroit went down, scored a touchdown to win the game. Did Detroit review it? Or did they just call well, it? They a- were they were that the defense was clapping and happy and clapping Todd Gurley high five, and then Detroit just went down the field real quick and won the game. So like he thought way too late to he's like oh I'm gonna score this but and anyone that gives him shit for scoring that touchdown is ridiculous because Detroit hadn't scored many points at that up until that point. If you can't stop him after – that's not on Gurley for scoring. Yes, his, he thought too late. His head should have been in the game. But I don't even think Detroit had timeouts to use to stop the clock. So it was just one of those – remember when Westbrook did it or, right. and he just like need and took it. But Should, man, Atlanta, should Atlanta have a fire sale? Like should who, they, who should, you say it like who? Just like Gurley, you mean? No, Matt Ryan. Who's going to want Matt Ryan other than, like, the Cowboys? Cowboys? Yeah. Patriots? Yeah. Um, Julio Jones? Calvin Ridley? You're not going to sell Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. I mean, you can sell one of them, but you can't sell both of them. And you're selling, you're selling Julio of this, too. Right. Because Ridley's younger. I mean, I mean the, Packers tell me need, the Packers wouldn't. Packers need a Julio. I, mean, I like it's something I heard. I heard yesterday that like maybe they should just sell. They should sell because they're gonna they're gonna get a new coach anyway. And yes, I'm sure a new coach is gonna want. Uh, they take a Matt Ryan, but like, I mean, the Cowboys. If, if Matt Ryan became available, I mean, he's got. I don't know what he's got left, but he probably has more than a year left. And I'm sure Mike McCarthy would like him. I don't know how that fits in their their plans. I don't know if they could afford it, but like, right. You know, does Bill Belichick take a guy like Matt Ryan and try to try to win games over the next couple of years? Because if not, the Patriots got to have a fire sale because it ain't working. Yeah, I think you could see the the Patriots having some kind of sale. I mean, I I read it somewhere that there's people are thinking he should sell Gilmore off. Yeah, yeah, they should. I mean, they could still win, right? They're the Patriots. They've they've won a lot over the last twenty years. Let's not count them out yet. If, oh, oh no! I'm, I'm. I think they're done. I mean, I, I do too. I mean, I think they're going to lose next week to the Bills, and that's going to put them at two and six. And I mean, you're going to have to win out to two and six. Wow. I think so, right? Well, I, I will say that. Well, maybe yeah. two and five. Maybe two and five. They only have two wins, huh? I think so. That's uh-huh. not good. No, no. I mean, I, I, but I don't know. Like, does Atlanta sell off? But yes, Gurley might as well sell Gurley if you someone's. I think to. yeah. I mean, they. I think Gurley's a good sell. You get someone who would pick him up for a stretch run. I mean, I don't know. Like, can you get a, you know, can you get a first round pick for Matt Ryan? Can you get a second round pick for Matt Ryan? Mm-mm. Could you get a? I think you get a second round pick. You think so? I mean, the guy's still pretty good. He's putting up numbers this year. Yeah. And what does Julio Jones fetch? Would would you have, be okay with the Packers giving up a first round pick for Julio Jones? I know the answer is yes. Uh, the, you don't even have to I think mean, about it. Okay, to 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 win this year, yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, you've got your quarterback in the future locked up down the road. This is this is this is fair. Like and what, it depends how many you're yeah. gonna have a pick in like what? You're gonna have like what the twenty eighth pick? Twenty seventh so, I mean, pick. Here's the question is, if Julio's under contract for a couple more years, then absolutely. I mean, you're talking about – oh, don't give me it a doesn't even matter. What's, what, what, even if it's just this year, it's a second-round pick, right? I know, I know. Because then you can maybe resign him. Then you can franchise him. I don't know. I don't know. If I was the Falcons, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be selling. You're going to get a new coach. You're going to – you're going to – I mean, I don't know. Like, you keep – if you win enough games, you're going to end up, like, with a new coach and, like, the 16th pick in the draft. Like, no, they're not going to win. Old roster. They, they, they're doing everything they can to lose games at this point. That's my point. They do, they, it, this is not their season. They're not, they're not winning games. They're literally losing in every way possible. All right, last one. Yep. Well, I, I mean, we already shouted out Justin Hebert. The guy's playing out of his mind. Yep. Little, little – I want to end on a sad note. OBJ, OBJ, torn ACL. Yeah. Tough break for him. Cleveland keeps winning. The guy you hate the most, Baker Mayfield, keeps slinging it. He said he's no good, but he keeps slinging it. I mean, he, he looked good yesterday once OBJ went out. I know. I know. Watch this. He's also, looking I mean, at everyone else. He had five touchdowns yesterday. I, sometimes it's like that. You start you 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 your star receivers over there, and you got all these other folks to throw to. Tough loss know. for him, but I don't know. Cleveland's all right. Cleveland's not bad. No, that I mean North is kind of kind of nice, huh? It was the Bengals, and you know they did have to throw a, a touchdown with 11 seconds left in the game to win it, but they're winning. That's all you got to do. Your point, right? To, to your point about the Falcons, like they keep finding ways to lose it. The Browns keep. Finding ways to get victories. Yeah. All right. Let's move to Major League Baseball. The World Series is almost over. Yes. Tomorrow is game six. It's three to two Dodgers. Give me your thoughts on the first five games of this World Series. So remember when you said that when the Red Sox were terrible, you kind of checked out. Braves lost, I checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen the scores, and, you know, I, start, I look at Twitter, and I, it sounds like the, the series has been fantastic. It's been really good. Um, pitching has been pretty good. Kershaw got a big win last night. You know, that's always been a knock on him is getting one of those big wins in the playoffs, and he's done it. He did it last night, and that's huge. Um, Tampa Bay, man, that they're they're a scrappy little team. That these are just like two fundamentally sound good teams, which is crazy. That in the last couple of games, the Rays went on that crazy play where the center fielder bobbles it, throws it home, the catcher gets it, and loses it like fake swiping. And, yep. and the Rays win. And then last night, uh, Margot Manuel or whatever tries to steal home. Like, it, these, are, these are teams that are so well coached and so fundamental. It's crazy in the last two games. Like, it feels like they've kind of hinged on these, like, uncharacteristic plays. Yeah. But the play has been incredible. Mookie yeah. is 
I mean, I know he's not hitting as well, but that guy keeps doing everything, stealing bases, playing defense. The Dodgers lineup is ridiculous. Yes. They are. I mean, um, I want to shout out. I'm going to try and say his name real quick. A Rosarina. Who yeah, is, I was going to. I was going to bring him up on say he's hitting, but I, I didn't want to say the name. So Here, Here's what I'm going to say as a Red Sox fan. I watch these two teams, completely different ends of the spectrum in terms of money. You got the Dodgers spending all the money, Rays don't spend any money. But they got these young guys, pitchers, hitters, that are just really good. Red Sox got none of that. I mean, I know Devers came up recently, but, like, where's all the young pitching? These guys bringing guys out the bullpen, throwing like 99 and like 75 mile per hour curveballs, and it doesn't make any sense. The Red Sox got none of that. Nope. I'm gonna, here's some stats for you, though. A Rosarina, most home runs by a rookie. No, I'm sorry, most home runs ever in the postseason, and most hits by a rookie in the postseason. Woo. And Kershaw just passed, I think, Verlander for most K's ever in the postseason. So, like, not only is this World Series great in terms of the baseball being played, but you got some folks doing some crazy stuff. And that's what we like. And with all that money the Dodgers are spending, they got a rookie starting game six. It don't make no sense. Literally. It doesn't need to make sense. No. It just needs to be entertaining. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Give me seven games. That's what I want. Let the Dodgers win. I'm sorry. Let the Rays win. And then you'll have Walt, Walt, Walker Bueller, Bueller pitching game seven with Kershaw coming in in like the sixth to help out and the Rays pitching one pitcher an inning. And, you know, it's just going to be chaos. <laughs> it's just going to be strange. I What I will say is I love listening to the announcers try to understand the analytics that is going on because they don't. Right. And they're like, I wouldn't take this guy out here. And then it works and they're like, oh. Good call. Great call by that manager. Like, that's why I yell up in the booth. <laughs> All right. Last call. Well, actually, you know what? Hold on. I got two things for you. Yeah. Two things. One, who wins the World Series? I mean, I'm still on the Dodgers. Still on the Dodgers. I said it from the beginning. I know. I know. And two, who wins Monday night? Rams, Bears, who oh. you got? Um, Can't well, look at the TV that you're watching. Can't look at the score. Though you already did, who you got? Oh, I mean, I I would have said it from the beginning. Fuck the Bears, or Rams. <laughs> I mean, all, all all LA Lakers, Rams, Dodgers. Well, the Rams aren't winning the uh, aren't winning no. the Super Bowl, but they could, I guess. Yeah, probably not. All right, what's your last comment? Ooh, so last week we talked about getting out voting. Well, you talked about it. I think I said it the week before, but. Next week, next Tuesday is election day. You know, we all know it's going to be a stressful time, no matter what the outcome is, whether Biden wins or unfortunately we have Trump back in there. We have to know that it doesn't end there. We have to stay fighting the game, stay fighting everything. They just pushed through Supreme Court justice and, you know, in a presidential election pretty much a week in front of the, the presidential election. That's just, that's unprecedented. Um, it, things aren't going the way they need to be going and we need to keep fighting. Not, we can't just, you know, fight and wins. We can't just say, all right, cool, it's over. 
nope, now we have to push him to make America great. You know, it, it's something that we can't give up on and get complacent. So I'm hoping that after we vote, it's not over and everyone stays, you know, for black lives, for climate, for just everything, human rights, just, it's important. This is, this is, this is a big time. This is a big week and it's going to be a big next couple of years. Yeah. And, and I think what you do, one of the things you brought up is really important that, and I'm going to just roll my last call right into your last call. Cause that's on point. There's a lot of people out there that think that the idea of Biden being elected is kind of like this checkbox that everybody's holding on to. The reality is nobody's going to be satisfied with that, right? Obviously, folks on the right, they're going to be angry, but folks on the left, this is just the start. And reality is, is even if, if we have four more years of this awful president, the work isn't going to stop. And I think that's one of the things that I've kind of been inspired by over the last month is like things have gotten nasty trump has just kind of gone off the deep end and people have found ways to kind of like saddle up to him and support him and they kind of think that like once november 3rd comes and this is how he feels too like once november 3rd comes that it like it's all gonna go away regardless of what happens no one's gonna be satisfied um for on on the democratic sides of things i think you'll hear a lot of, of of republican folks just go away and be quiet regardless of what happens because all they think is to get elected, be president, and that's it. The reality is, even if Joe Biden is elected president, I've got lots of issues with the things he does, and we need to make sure that he handles his business. Right. So I think the reality is, to your point, if you haven't already, go, go out and vote. Make plans to vote. Make plans early to vote. If your town, if your city, your country is, is voting early, make sure you do it. If you can vote by mail, do that. That's what I did. I dropped it off in the town hall. It was a beautiful thing. That's what I did. I dropped mine off on, uh, dropped ours off on Sunday. And don't be deterred by long lines. This is, this is one of those things where this is your right as a citizen of this country to vote. So go do it. Unless, except in Florida, whereas if you, if you owe fines or something, they won't let you vote because they're awful human beings. But that's neither here nor there. Nice. All right. That's enough for tonight. It's Victory Monday. The Bills, the Packers, we back on the victories. It is what it is. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.